happy to be on the patio. Happy mm-hmm. to see you. How the was birds your, are singing. The birds are singing. Um, so whoever was leaf blowing earlier quit. Yeah. The dog quit barking. So Somebody is doing some um, tree, uh, tree chopping. Tree, tree. There, well, there's always got to be something going yeah. on out here to accompany us. That is pretty loud. <laughs> I don't know how that is for people watching, but it's pretty loud for us. Oh, we were going to start out. Speaking of people watching, we were going to start out. Our producer here, uh, Alexander. Welcome to the show, Alexander. Woo! Thank you so much. Oh, uh, he, life changer. Really, a game changer for us. Uh, he's going to read us some comments because we had some people the last few times ask some So questions. we're getting right to the comments. Oh, comments well, we and don't questions. have to. I mean, no, no, no. We that's great. In to the, no, because we always forget. Yeah, we, that's why it yeah. popped. I would have forgotten. I didn't write it down. So, yeah. so uh, did you want to... Read us some comments. I texted them to you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Do you want to explain where couples came from? Came from? Well, I'm trying to remember. So we did um, we did the story show together a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then we were good friends. And then we had another mutual friend who wanted us to come in and do a radio fundraiser. Uh, oh, radio. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we actually went in just because she thought we were good personalities for raising money for the radio station. And we were doing, um, we were doing dancing on the ceiling by Lionel Richie and talking about that. Mm -hmm. We were dancing in the studio and we were having such a witty banter that she's, I think she said, you guys should have a podcast. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, obviously. And then we were we decided we were going to call it Couple Skate. And I think it had something to do with all the songs that she was playing were like, oh, these are Couple Skate songs. Yeah. And then we got started talking about what a Couple Skate was and what it represents and our memories of Couple Skates, which is usually like when you go to the roller rink when you're, um, you know, an adolescent, you're not going on a Couple Skate with anybody except your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how other people were living. I know that there were pretty, po- more pretty popular girls who were like couple skating with boys. But for me, it uh, it was definitely Kirsten. Uh, I won't say her last name, but my best friend Kirsten and I, we couple skated to probably every song. Uh, they wouldn't let you out on the rink unless mm-hmm. you were holding hands with somebody or in like a couple. But like, yeah, I'm like. I don't know nine I don't I'm not in a couple so yeah. I would go with my best friend and we were I think talking about the fact that it's pretty funny that it's called a couple skate when most of the people at the rink are kids and they don't have they're not in a couple yeah and you'd always be like the boy you liked was there and you're like maybe he'll ask me but he's also 11 <laughs> he's very nervous he's also, just he like, hates this song yeah this yeah. slow song <laughs> oh Lionel Rucci and I'm out there like is it awesome <laughs> like just yeah so uh, that, that was the origin of it is we just thought that was like a cute thing. And then we were like, let's always play um, a song at the beginning of the episode. That's like a couple skate song um, that sort of relates to the episode. We're yeah, ready. Is it yeah, some, you look concerned. Yeah. <laughs> is, are, are we being called out? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Ooh, first date, oh first date. Oh, I'm excited. I want to hear everything about this first date. I hope that where date. he's going on his first date is later than 2.47 in the no, afternoon. No, I, I love an afternoon first date. Yeah, because I guess if, that's right. Because if you do an evening first date and it goes really poorly, your night's shot, you know? But if you, like 3.45, you're doing a little date and it doesn't go well, you can still go get dinner. You could still go have a drink, you know? Like, I... 
Also, I think he he's it's later where he is, so it could be more like dinner datey. Yeah. Um, but I like. Th- I wonder where he's going. I wonder what he's doing. First dates. I've. I that's such a fun energy. That first date. A friend of mine is dating right now, and she's so miserable with it. And like, it's horrible. I mean, the only first date that's fun is a really fun first date that, um, always becomes a relationship. Well, probably because of the the comedian thing. Because I'm always, even on a bad first date. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a good 10-minute joke about a bad date I went on. I, and so I have I'm an entire like, blog that I kept for 10 years. Yeah, with which is going to be an amazing so. title book someday. <laughs> so I was always just kind of like, oh, good. Do you mind if I take notes? I'm just going to write some of this down because this isn't, no, this is incredible. Um, and a lot of times, too, even I've always was kind of like, well, if you don't click with someone romantically, maybe you can still, like... You know, sometimes you'll be like, yeah, there's nothing here, but we can still be friends or whatever. Or sometimes you're like, cool, I just made an enemy, (laughs) you know, like so good luck. Good luck, Alexander. I hope you have a good date. That sounds like a. I hope we calm you down and you get there and you just have like very chill, good, like blood moon energy. Wow. Yeah. First date energy. Bring it back. Yeah. Hoop energy. Bring it with you. Bring hoop energy. You got big hoop energy. You're going to get in there. Remember your worth. Be (laughs) not not. I'd not be okay. I can't imagine going on a first date right now because I've remember your worth. (laughs) Okay, mom. All right. Okay. You can tell I've been talking to my kids lately. You just got to get back out there. You got to remember your worth. You do. You do need to do that. Like, yes, you do. But really, literally, have you ever remembered your own worth on a first date or on a third or fifth or two years into a relationship? No, rarely. I'm doing it now for the first time, but. Uh, historically, no, Jocelyn. No, you know that. <laughs> historically, I'm like, thanks for letting me be around you. I apologize for all my enormous flaws. Don't do that. No, remember your worth. And uh, I don't know how anybody's going on a first date. I feel like every social interaction I've had recently, I've Abysmal. said something just like that, which is too sincere. <laughs> like I'm like talking to somebody who you should just be making small talk with. And I say something like, you just, you know, you just got to know your worth out there. And they're like, okay, well, here's your change. <laughs> like, I, I feel the same way. I feel like, though, this is going to be the year of disingenuousness because I can't remember how to be uh, genuine or interested or like what the words to say are, what the questions are to ask. I've been having more awkward closings, Ooh. like on the phone or in person. I'm like, wait, how does this end again? Yeah. How do I get out of it? And just like that sitting there like, I hope the other person says something and we can wrap this up because I don't know how to close. It took me like 15 minutes to get off the phone with a friend of mine who's visiting next week because we both just like neither one of us could remember (laughs) how you could be like, okay, well, and then we like start talking again. And I was, I could tell both of us wanted to be like, all right, I'll talk to you later. But we couldn't just get to like, okay, goodbye. You know, like it just took us so like the, long. The, the clockworks in my brain, like, am I supposed to say something else? What am I supposed to say? How does this go? Do I need to get some other piece of information? Is some other piece of information lacking? Like, could not. Am I being rude? It. Yeah. I, ke- I keep being like, is this the was end? Was that rude? Yeah. <laughs> was I abrupt? I was definitely like, well, I'm done. <laughs> well, good night. You know, like that's. I had a funny, we went to go visit some of Alex's family, uh, was visiting in Caldwell and we went, we drove out to see them. And his cousin's husband, who is, I think they're both in their like late 70s. Uh, I was like, oh, well, men are back. Men are back into the game because he was talking to me and he started out the conversation by asking, hey, did you put on the COVID 20? And I was like, 
Wow. And I was like, yeah, like I did. Like every normal person, I put on a, a little bit of weight, you know, like, yeah, I guess I did. And he was like, well, looks good on you. Went to all the right places. Wow. Looks good. I like where you put it. I'm like, I've met this person <laughs> one other time in my life. And I feel like before I had all these ways of like either being like, you don't need to comment on my weight. Or if it was in a situation where I felt less comfortable, just kind of like changing the subject. Instead, I just stood up and walked away and then left <laughs> Alex in conversation where I was like, uh, you, ha you have to deal with this. This is man stuff. I don't have to do like I literally just was like, oh, OK. And I just walked away. I was just like, no. And then later that same guy said, um, God, you just have the most beautiful eyes. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he goes, reminds me of the book Cujo, <laughs> which I have been trying to decipher since then. It's kind of the most incredible thing. I was like, is he negging me? Or is that a really good, like I've read the book Cujo. The dog, it's not, you know. It's your you might, fierce eyes? Well, or and I'm like, you might, people might be like, oh, because like, is it a husky with like really like piercing green green eyes or yeah. blue eyes or something? Yeah. No, it's a St. Bernard. <laughs> uh, it's a rabid St. Bernard who attacks its owner. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what? A, I don't know. I feel like it possibly could be a really big compliment or I have vicious rabid dog eyes. Either way. <laughs> Um, I have to. Oh, he did get over it. I think he thought that he couldn't, couldn't cross that threshold. <laughs> He's been standing there for like ten minutes. He I was like, at it. Murray, just to let the the viewers at home know, Murray's uh, Jocelyn's a thousand year old blind and deaf schnauzer who just went over to the extension cord and was like, "Uh oh, what is this rift? What is this rift?" And then yeah. barked at it. But he made it. He made it over he very the extension bravely. cord. But I think he was really intimidated by it for a minute. So I was going to have to get up. But now he's he's moved. So he's we're good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's that same that same day. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to a couple of people. Like I did put on I put on some weight during COVID. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, me most too. people did. Yeah. Um, Although I feel like I've seen people out and about and I'm like, wait, I thought we all put on weight. Oh, that's what I was exactly just going to say. So an ex of mine wait, what? put on his Instagram story that he was like, use the last year to get really in some amazing shape, uh, just like really doubled down and like started lifting and posted a picture of himself like fucking jacked, like solid muscles, huge arms, just look like so fucking pumped up and like has like bulked you know like always before was kind of a skinny scrawny dude but is like super jacked now and i was just like wait i i didn't think we were doing that we all agreed we were doing bread i thought we were all doing bread i did bread i did extra bread and i feel like he cheated i feel like that's rude and unethical <laughs> i feel like uh, I'm just, I wonder, do we call the attorney general on him? What do we do? It's so rude. It does feel rude. And I've definitely seen a couple of people where I was like that. There was a, there was a collective agreement where we all decided we were putting on a bunch of weight and we were slogging around and we were putting on soft pants and yeah. great. I did it. I did it like He's everybody like, else. And then I've been seeing people and I'm like, mm, you didn't though. Yeah. That person's like, I just hit the gym a bunch. And I'm like. Oh, so you're a sociopath. Yeah. You were like, what a great, well, there's not very many people at the gym. What a good time to hit it hard. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Yeah. So I just feel like that was really disrespectful of him. And I agree. Um, I would be for deleting 
that friend. Well, I, I'm, I'm, not I'm making else choices. I'm making choices on my friends based on how they did in the pandemic. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know, like, yeah. oh, okay, well, maybe we're coming from somewhere else. Yeah. I, I definitely unfollowed quite a few sort of acquaintance people who... Um, like I could see on their Instagram that they were just sort of like business as usual, like going to oh, parties sure, and yeah. stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need to see this. I don't feel like watching you spread this all over and kill old people. That was that's it for me. Mm-hmm. That was I was done after that. But speaking of um, lifted restrictions, you have a birthday coming up next week. I do. My birthday is on Wednesday. And it's my 41st, which last year when I turned 40, we didn't get to do anything fun at all. So this year I had been kind of noodling like a party and I wasn't sure. But I also was like, oh, maybe I'm going to do this house show. And then my friend Emmett Montgomery is happened to be coming through town. His birthday is June 1st. And he happened to be coming through town. And I was like, he was talking to me about being really nervous about starting. He hasn't done live stand up in a year and a half. Neither have I. We were both talking about like kind of feeling weird about it and also feeling like he, the way he put it was, I feel like I'm going to be losing my virginity again mm. and I really want this time to be special. And I was like, well, what if we did like a little house show? A little born again. A little born again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be rebaptized, you know, like so I thought what a fun you know way to like combine it. So um, I have a mailing list of people who said that they wanted to be on this invite only house show list of a uh, thing. And so. Um, I sent out a bunch of e- invites. We already have a pretty decent sized crowd. We're going to do it in the backyard at my house. Um, I think it's going to be super, super fun. It's like part birthday party, part show. We, uh, the yard, got the yard cleaned up. We're making a stage with four straw bales. So you can tell it's going to be a good show. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually like really genuinely excited. And I have been, when I've been thinking about going back to comedy, like getting really anxious and dreading it. Not really so much because of like the stand up part of it, but just like being around other comedians. Yeah, it's the, it's under what terms. And yeah. the terms have been really sketchy. They've been really sketchy. And I've just been like, oh, I don't like I was thinking about doing open mics and stuff. And I was just like, man, I don't want to do that. So um, I'm going to do these house shows. I'm going to do the first one at my house. And then I actually already had like four people volunteer that really want to do them at their own house or their own yard. So after the first one, I think I'm just going to. Maybe do them every two weeks or maybe every week, depending on how motivated I feel. Just do like these pretty casual, quick, like little shows. And um, I don't know. It just sounds like a fun way to get back into things. And then that way I can record my album in the fall. And I have new jokes and I'm like so excited to do them. I did a I did a, a Zoom show last week and they told me I had 15 minutes. And then when the show started, he was like, hey, I'm really sorry. You only have 10 because I, I accidentally booked one too many people. And I was like, that's totally fine. But I still did 15 minutes of jokes. I just talked really, 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 really fast. I just was like, I didn't ever take a breath. I just was like, I just wanted to get through everything to like say it out loud. And it was, I like kind of, I've been kind of wondering like, what did I like about comedy? Because I think my reasons for doing it have always been, have always felt different than some people like, you know, uh, a comedian that I dated. Oh, you don't want to just get in everybody's pants? No, I'm not just doing it to fuck everybody. So for me, what's the motivation then? You know, like, I'm yeah, I'm not doing it for like the power, you know, like somebody this weekend had tweeted like it for the cute clothes. No, nope, not for the cute clothes, not for the free perks, not for the shitty red roofing. Right. Uh, what about rooms? the working nights and weekends? Yeah, not for that. <laughs> Not for working with a steady stream of abusers and narcissists. Being uh, around a lot of people who are alcoholics and um, 
drug addicts? Yeah, not for that. Not for. Uh, I think you're in it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, or even just like the um, the ego boost. Like a comedian I dated would he would always talk about how like he felt so fed by the crowd, and after he would get done performing he would be in fact i've noticed you're either one of two types of comedians you either get off stage feeling ego boosted or you get off stage feeling like oh god oh god oh god i want to die because you feel so drained and i think introverts who do comedy uh like me often feel very like i feel very abused i feel like the vulnerability and the energy dump like afterward i always i get off stage and i always am kind of like uh, I just feel like a cat that's been petted by too many people, you know? And, uh, but I have friends who do it and they feel fed. Like they get off and they're just like, they loved me. I, if they, I'm like, they loved me. Oh God. <laughs> so I've been kind of wondering my motivations, but in doing those jokes, I was like, I just fucking like the jokes. I like to write and I like to like test that stuff out and see if you can get a laugh out of it. It's so challenging in the end. So I'm excited. I think next week will be fun. And I'm excited to actually get a birthday party since I didn't get to do 40 last year. And, you know, in this, it, I don't know. I think it'll be. And today I had this, like, we went and got barbecue, which I'm going to plug. We tried this barbecue place on a colon you stick. It's in the little Asian market plaza there. Oh, it's yeah. I saw you truck. Posted, posted that. It's I, we haven't had good barbecue. So is it Hawaiian? It's um, they are from Saipan, oh. and it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. I mean, it's so what the, did you have? Everything. I got a combo plate, which I think you got to do because every because I had the ribs and I was like, these are the best fucking ribs I've ever had. And I was like, I should have gotten more ribs. And then I tried. They have uh, sticks like with like kebabs things. Um, I tried that and I was like, no, this is the best thing I've ever had. And then the chicken, I was like, no, this is all I ever want to eat. So every single thing that I had, I was like, this is amazing. Um, also just the nicest people so sweet family owned really trying to make something work because you so. said it was like island something yeah that's what it's called island so i i don't know it said on the thing island barbecue but i don't know i think they don't have a name yet they're pretty new but it was so good they're from saipan lovely and um but we were sitting there eating barbecue we were sitting outside we were talking to the owners and laughing with them and for the first time i felt like hopeful like this is today is really the first day where I just feel like there is a future. You know, I felt like excited to get back out there, excited to like have a life again. And like, I think I've been kind of waiting for like something else bad to happen because this last year has felt like that, you know? Yeah, every and day. And instead, it was horrible. like today, I was like, maybe, maybe we get to have a really good summer, you know? Like maybe we get to have a super, super fun summer and it's all just going to be a bunch of like outdoor comedy shows and barbecue. That's my hope. Maybe, but I, the few things that I've been to, I've felt um, like my ability to socialize and to participate is way, way down. And I already had like a low threshold because I'm a very much an introvert and people do steal my energy and never give it back. <laughs> so like I could never do customer service. I mean, I did customer service for years and then I was always like, why am I so drained in my life? Like, why do I have energy for nothing in the world? And it was because people steal my energy. And I know that's a thing that people say all the time, but it really is something that happens. If I go customer service. Yeah, if I go and I'm I, I have to like brace myself for smiling and chatting and being accommodating. And it's not that I don't that that behavior isn't uh, genuine. It is. It just is taxing. 
so I had like two events last week where I had to get somewhere, take some things, change, shower, do my hair. And two events in the course of one week was the most exhausting thing I think I've ever done. It was like yeah. running a marathon. Not that I've ever run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ha can compare that <laughs> accurately. But anyway, I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I can go back to being busy, having something every day. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I had somebody uh, request a meeting with me and they were like, so we could go ahead and meet at a coffee shop or we could meet for lunch somewhere. And I just had this like angry feeling. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not just going to start jumping into my car every time somebody wants to have a 20 minute meeting. Yeah. And what I, I I'm like, didn't we learn a lesson over COVID, which is, um, sorry, there's a, <laughs> that's nice. That's um, nice that there's a lot of things that could be handled in an email. And or if it call. can't be handled in an email, you can handle it with a call. If not, you can do a Zoom. But literally, I'm not dropping everything to go back to the meeting over coffee where it takes four hours because you have to drive there, you have to find parking, then they're a little bit late, and then you have to have the small talk, and then you talk the five minutes of business, and then you have to pay for the, I'm like, yeah. No, oh, I'm going straight into that. I'm totally 100% with you on <laughs> pre-COVID. If I had, we we both work with somebody who regularly does that to people who's oh, like, well, why don't we get together for coffee? And I've had so many meetings with this person where like he talks to me for like a half hour about what he's been up to. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, anyway, down to business. And that takes five minutes. Yep. And then I'm like, why the fuck did you have me come down here? And then he's like, well, I'm going to have to hustle you along because I got four more meetings. I'm like, you did this to four more people? <laughs> You made four more people fucking come to you? Like, how lonely are you? Dude, that person, I have a lifetime trying to get out of meetings yeah, with him. And me he too. always, always, always wants to do the lunch meeting. And it took me three years of turning down drinks meetings with him. Ugh. So, like, it used to be he'd be like, okay, well, let's meet at five or six for drinks. And I'm like, what is your life that you want to meet people for work it's a work yeah. meeting yeah that you're gonna like use up your evening for work what are you doing and i turned down i don't know 40 requests for drink meetings and you know ended up having to have a lot of lunches with this guy but seriously and it's never anything that needs to be covered in person no i've had meetings with him where he's like okay well uh you know like we have a pa and um he goes over the same shit yeah and i'm like i'm a professional performer like i don't need you to explain that you like you better have a pa when i show up although i am buying a pa because a very common question when people book me for private shows and stuff is do you come with a pa so i do now come with a pa so good that's really good news because yeah. i don't know if we've talked about this at all but people have been talking about have been asking me about my wedding which I think is going to be in September of 2022. Oh, yay. So save the date. Okay. Save the whole month. Yeah, I will. <laughs> but so. How much stand-up do you want me to perform there? Well, what I actually want you to do is a little bit of stand-up, but I also want to have the night before a toast or roast. Oh, that's cute. I that's want fun. to have an opportunity for people because the worst part of the wedding is always like you're having drinks and you're eating, you're having fun. And they're like, all right, we're going to do toast now. And my dad gets up and starts talking about, you know, his 
political affiliations in the 1970s <laughs> and you're like these he's already married off my three other siblings i'm perfectly aware of what's gonna happen yeah. and what the speech is and it goes on and on and on and so i was like you know it would be great and also sometimes it's awkward and sometimes people try and be funny so wouldn't it be it's great like the worst open mic but during your wedding right yeah so let's just make it that yeah let's just do our Toast own comedy mic. club and you can be you can do some stand-up you can get people warmed up and then we'll have a few people if they want to give up get up and do a toast or roast i hope more people do a roast and also we'll tell them in advance so they can come prepared with a little with, with notebook yeah mm -hmm. or you know three minutes or less what do you do your best work so this is a real testament to how much I love you because I was joking. Uh, there's nothing worse than being asked to do stand up at a wedding. I get asked. It's not at the wedding. It's, it's an entirely separate that event. True. People always ask me. It's and I'm a, it's, like, you don't actually want that. Trust me. I know right now you feel like you want that. But during the wedding, you're going to be like, oh, why did I say I needed this? No. And this is this is basically going to be but I a, will, a, a backyard show. I will MC this for you because I love you. I absolutely, this is my wedding gift to you, <laughs> is I will, I will be the conductor of this train wreck for you because I know I've done this enough to, the like, whole point is that it's going to be a train yeah. wreck and we're all there to watch it yeah. instead of it taking a train wreck in the middle of well, the wedding. we're trying to have a little cake. Yeah. But I think, you know, and I'll, hopefully also I do have some funny friends. Yeah. And I think if we give them uh, advanced warning that they'll you know come prepared like my friend Lindsay, um she actually is the one the one who married us but she did one of the most epic wedding speeches i've ever heard the marriage has since completely <laughs> <laughs> dissolved years ago but she did an absolutely fantastic uh very hilarious toast roast so i think there's people that we can put in there so it won't so be you're all doing you. a wedding even though you guys got married during covid yeah, that was the whole idea. But you were you were always going to do a wedding. Yeah, fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited. We're also going to have a baseball game, and amazing. so um, yeah, start working on your pitching. I, I I'm actually <laughs> not to brag, an incredible hitter, and I was always told by the wow. softball coach if you could actually not turn away when a ball was coming toward you, you would be on the team. You would have a spot. Well, you're now on the team. Yes, I'm a good hitter. I, when thing, when so I'm supposed to catch something, I'm always like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a good hitter. I'm a pretty solid hitter. So exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. And then we'll have like a, you know, reception party with cake and dancing and all that, that stuff. But perfect. that'll be. Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, I have spent the vast majority of my adult life celebrating other people, uh, event planning, hosting, doing massive amounts of... Um, coordination for spending a lot of money i've been a um maid of honor oh yeah. a lot of times that's that's a real scam yeah <laughs> yeah how much money do you have oh you want all of it okay plus we're gonna have you throw three parties yeah did you want to pay for a cabin somewhere for me and my 20 favorite people like it's really too much. So yeah. anyway, I'm going to be calling in all those favors. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. My mom called me the other day. She actually called me the day before Mother's Day. And she said, um, I just I, I was thinking about your wedding the other day. And I just want to make sure that you um, let me know. Uh, give me at least a little notice, at least, you know, a couple weeks before you get married. 
And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It was a couple weeks. Oh, I'm going to give you an entire year and you are going to weigh 20 pounds less when I'm done with you because <laughs> from all the, from all the running around. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a specific kind of daffodil we need that you'll have to buy bulbs for in the fall of 2021. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the woman who grew a giant pumpkin in anticipation of my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. She grew a, I don't know, 1,000-pound pumpkin, 800-pound pumpkin. Then she carved it out, and she turned it into an elephant slash champagne cooler. Wow. <laughs> Painted it pink. Yeah. She better so have. I better be getting a fucking giant pumpkin. At least. Elephant champagne cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should definitely put in. I mean, it's summer now. Put in your order for whatever giant squash you want. <laughs> You don't have to go pumpkin. It could be a crook neck. It could be. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, are you kidding me? You think I'm not going to give you a laundry list of things that, yeah, that I need weeks. done? Give me, give me two Start weeks. saving up your money. I don't care that you have two <laughs> other daughters that you already married off with nice this weddings. This is the big one. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. That's, I'm so excited for this I didn't wedding. wait till 45 so that I could have some flim flam wedding. <laughs> Some New Jersey uh, Arbor rental purple flowers with green tool. No, ma'am. There's going to be a giant pumpkin. Well, that's amazing. We decided last week we're eloping (laughs) because we kind of started talking about plans and uh, all these things and about mixing our two families and about just all of this stuff and we decided we're just gonna go and do a month in europe instead we're just gonna great plan we were like yeah uh i already had a big stupid wedding yeah i already did we it was on it was on a uh, we it was costumes it was on a boat we did a whole thing you know uh we you know you shoved the cake in each other's face the whole business and Alex, I had been more like, well, we can do a wedding because you're probably excited about that stuff. You go, you guys don't want to do like a backyard, like a really fun, like a backyard comedy show? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get married on Thursday? Just like, if you got an invite, you got an invite. Sorry, mom. Sorry. Uh, no, I just, I we probably will do a party when we come back. Something big and rowdy at the house or whatever. But yeah, I just kind of Yeah, I think like, too, we, like, the, the marriage part is different from the wedding part. Oh, yeah. So we're already married. I don't yeah. know if you guys missed that episode, but I just got <laughs> married last year. <laughs> but um, I love a party. And I feel like this takes the pressure off of all of the like wedding-y things that we have to do. Yeah. So we can do whatever we want. Absolutely. And, and that was kind of, we had had a plan to do like a big festival wedding kind of thing where it was like three days, like a family reunion. I feel like they're like, can you rent a carnival? Oh my god! Probably, uh, especially after COVID. <laughs> Why rent when you could buy? You know, like <laughs> pumpkin elephant. Do you just want an elephant? Fuck a pumpkin. You have your mom get you a god. You want it? That's what you asked for for Christmas. Nobody got you an elephant. I want a tilt a whirl. Uh, <laughs> let's get this girl a tilt a whirl. Um, you could just do the ceremony it's a good on a tilt a whirl for marriage. Yeah, I feel like the, the I, carnival. In, in that I cannot go near it. So. <laughs> There's a lot of fried food and mm-hmm. sugar beverages. Okay, now I'm thinking maybe we should just do our wedding at the fair. Uh, rethinking everything, just a fair wedding. I do love the fair. And there has to be like a dress code that's like uh, cutoffs. Yeah. 
cutoffs and a Wrangler white tank cutoffs. top. Um, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not a bad idea. A little carnival would probably, if anybody could plan an amazing carnival wedding, it's you <laughs> for sure. I, if you said you were doing that, I would be like, fantastic. Can't wait. Do you need goats? I could probably get you goats for a petting zoo, whatever you need. Oh, I've got, I've got a line on goats already. Oh, Baby nice. goats. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be good. Goats. A little petting zoo with a pony. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm for just trying to think of like what's fun things because when I think of wedding, I don't know about you, but I've been to a lot of weddings and almost zero are fun. Um, they're one of the most joyless institutions. <laughs> the last wedding we went to was they were not Catholic. They had a full Catholic wedding because their parents wanted one. And uh, truly just one of also we found out later the couple, the bride's parents were getting divorced, Ooh. but hadn't told anybody about the wedding. So there was a lot of tension. There was a lot of anger happening behind the scenes that I feel like trickled down into the whole event. It was a very yeah, tense. poison the vibe. Yeah, and like like the dancing was funny because like, you know, finally everybody's a little drunk. They start dancing and it was like 9 p.m. And I was like, oh, this is part of the wedding I like. And then everybody's like, all right, well, we're leaving. <laughs> and everybody left. And it was like six of us out there like, well, they paid for the DJ. So I feel like some of us should stay. So that was the last wedding I went to. And I was just like, man, people hate to have fun at weddings. It's always so tense and like uh, just not a fun affair at all. Yeah. I can, yeah, I, I can count on like one hand the, the amount of fun. And I would say parts of weddings that were fun. Because then there is always the really unfun parts the of weddings. The ceremony is always way too oh, long. When we were going to get married, we were, instead of doing a ceremony, we were going to marry each other. And we were just <laughs> going to get up and be like, hey, this is the ceremony part. And we were going to just like say some shit to each other and then be like, all right, we're married. And like not really bother with, because we were just going to go to a judge, you know, beforehand. Because I was like, I don't want to do the whole thing. Like, you read Ecclesiasticals or whatever, you know? Like, I don't want to do all that. I don't want to. I don't want to have it. Joe. Love is patient. Love is kind. Every wedding I've gone to has had that. So I didn't want to do we, that. We did a poem by Ada Limon, who's my favorite poet. And it's a really, like, dark poem. But I love it because I think it really does sum up uh, getting married in 2020, which was bleak times but uh yeah we just did really short thing yeah and i that's what i, I don't even know we're we already married we don't even have to do that you don't even have to do any of that yeah it can just be you know you can just uh we'll, we'll use your pa and yeah sell tickets <laughs> let people do the rides let people pet the goats you know just let yeah. people have a funnel Eat cake corn dogs yeah now, now not I'm a gonna, wedding if there's we were not gonna corn do a, we were gonna do a hot dog bar mm -hmm. that's what i wanted was a fancy hot dog bar now i'm getting excited about getting married again but we're not i'd rather just go have a vacation oh somewhere. have a hot dog have a hot dog let's go to chicago and just eat some hot dogs yeah we definitely want to do hot dogs maybe on the baseball game day have a like hot dog truck we should do we could do hot dogs for my birthday party show we could do a hot dog bar for that because we are going to have a little fire pit people can roast a dog you dress up the dog maybe we'll do that for my birthday my uh, friend eric did because we're from tucson and in tucson we have what you call sonoran dogs do you know what those are mm -hmm. oh my god so yes uh tucson is famous for lots of food it's a um unesco world food city oh so fantastic food but one of the things they're most famous for is called a sonoran dog and it is a hot dog wrapped in bacon 
Oh. Served on a hot dog bun with like salsa fresca, crema, pickled jalapenos. Okay. And beans. Yeah. I love that the only contribution Alex has ever made to the, po- <laughs> to the podcast is him in the background going, mm, 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 while you're talking Snoring about this dogs dog. are off the chain. <laughs> they are so good. That and so amazing. he did Sonoran Dogs for his wedding. That's- it might have been not their wedding. It might have been their the night before, whatever the rehearsal dinner. But still, I it like was that. it was a people pleaser. I, I think that sounds it amazing. It wasn't chicken or salmon. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. I think I think a hot dog situation. You know what I think you should do is have the Saipan barbecue people mm-hmm. cater your wedding. I was even like, you guys do catering? <laughs> I don't know. Have an event. I just want to <laughs> know. I now. just need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do something where I, I eat more of this. Yeah. Is definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's pretty close. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. Oh, not that we need more food. I keep thinking, like, I just need to kind of, like, do some clean eating for a month. Just dial it back. And Me then... too. And then I keep going back to eating the things I like. <laughs> Yeah. And it's really nice. Like, it's like a habit now. I'm like, oh, there's foods that I like and I'm home so I can make them. I can heat things up. But mm-hmm. it's not like I'm taking a lunch, like a can of soup to work or something. Yeah. It makes me realize pre-COVID, I would have told you that I didn't really watch my weight very much. But it COVID has made me realize that the patriarchy is so insidious. insidious. It has you watching your weight and you don't even know it. <laughs> I never, oh. before I would have been like. I've I, always watched it and been horrified at what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching like from the side, like, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't eat that. You're so fat. Oh, now you're fatter. Great. Now you're the fattest you've ever been. You know, my whole life I've been like, oh, I'm the fattest I've ever been. Every day I'm the fattest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and it's horrifying. And I mean, I know, I know. The patriarchy is looking at me and judging me. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're judging for the patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really, really sad because I would say that all the brain power that I have expended over my lifetime, at least 70% of it is thinking about my weight. And I mean, there's not like the first thing that I think of when I wake up in the morning is... Oh, God, I'm so fat. That's the first thing. Oh, for sure. And also so heartbreaking. Like, it's super funny. And every day I have the same conversation. Like, okay, what are we going to do about this? How can we solve this? What are some, you know, steps we can take? I mean, and I've done everything. I've done, you know, like all the, the diet plans and exercise regimens and everything, which, of course, a lot of that wasn't available during covid so i was just getting fatter and being like what can we do we can't do anything what can we do yeah you know yeah so yeah 70 percent for sure my brain power has gone to thinking think, about and worrying about my weight i think that's probably true for so many women no matter what size yeah. you are because it, it is it's like it's it's so weird this year has made me realize like like that old guy saying that thing to me mm-hmm. um it's it's like men just feel so free to comment on your weight and to like tell you how you look and no matter how hard you try to be like okay there's uh i'm just gonna say who it is because it doesn't matter so alex's mom was in town and with his grandma they were visiting and we were she was lovely we had a really nice visit um her husband uh usually comes with her and the last time i saw him um 
he had said to me and Alex, we were all swimming on their boat and he was like, God, you guys are both, this was like two years ago. Oh, you guys are you're both in such good shape. You're both in such good shape. So when his mom came down, my first thought about seeing mm-hmm. her was like this fear of like, oh, the next time I see him, he's going to see how fat I've gotten. And then I was like, what? <laughs> what? Who fucking cares what Todd thinks? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to fuck Todd. I don't want, you know, I have no like, why, why would my brain be worried about disapproval from Todd about my body? You know what? In now any- I'm worried about what Todd thinks. <laughs> Todd's never even met me and I can tell you, he'd see me and he'd be like, oh, she's not in good shape. And it's like, that's like, Todd is just this universal guy that we're all trying to impress even though we don't even like Todd. I mean, no, this is not that I don't like dislike right but like why Todd like why does Todd matter but like if Todd is just this like universal symbol of the patriarchy (laughs) like just a guy (laughs) yeah sorry Todd I didn't mean I don't like you I just meant like in general I don't like men I don't care what they think except then like there's this weird where you're like oh do I fit into this standard like allowable beauty package that makes it so that you don't have to deal it's so weird because being in that standard beauty package means you deal with a different kind of bullshit from men. It's never that you like don't deal with bullshit from men, mm-hmm. no matter what weight you are. So I don't know why it matters to me. Like if I go outside of that, then guess what? I deal with a different kind of bullshit. Like it also is just so cultural. The other day I went to my favorite taco place in town and I, I had been feeling like kind of gross and schlumpy and I was in there and uh, you know, the Hispanic man love a career woman and every guy in there was like, Hi, how are you? What are you ordering? Can I get you double that? You know, and I was just like, I feel so schlumpy and gross right now. And I was like, oh, I, it doesn't, wherever you go, you're hot to somebody. It doesn't matter. And it just, it's so, it's so funny to me that like, I would think that when like, I feel like I'm, I ha- like, I feel like I usually know my self-worth, you know, and I do pretty good. But then I have this thing where I'm like, oh, but if I'm, if I put on, if I went up a pant size, I'm not. <laughs> a good person anymore that anyone can love or two or confirmed confirmed (laughs) confirmed no one loves me anymore i have no value it is it's so stupid it's such a waste of time and that's part of also the thinking that i end up doing about it like Mm -hmm. why can't i just let this go yeah why can't why am i so obsessed with it you know i'm gonna get together with a couple of friends from tucson next week or in a couple of weeks and all i can think about is like what clothes can i take (laughs) That they won't be able to tell how fat I am. And then, like, how could I lose 40 pounds in two weeks? That's how I was with my show. I have this show coming up next week. And I'm like, I told Alex, I'm like, because we planned it. We decided only like a couple days ago to do it. And I was like, okay, well, I have to lose a bunch of weight before this show. And I'm like, first of all, for what? For why? For whom? Why? And then also, I, and so you're right. Like, first I think, oh, I have to lose this weight. And then I, then I abuse myself. Oh, I've already been thinking of that because I knew I was going to see him for a couple of months. So for the entirety of this two months, I've been like, okay, what you really need is just buckle down. Buckle down. You need to, you need to start doing your workouts every single yeah. day. You need to make sure you're getting your 10,000 steps. You need to, you know, it's always don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Then intermittent uh, fasting. Right. Intermittent fasting, fasting, and then eat a light lunch and then, you know, eat a small dinner of a broiled chicken breast. Yeah. And, you know, I like I know I can do it. I've done that before. Yeah. And it's worked. But for some reason, like I can't make myself do it right now. And because so then I'm just obsessed with it. It's because like the motivation <laughs> I'm, th- I'm having the same way. I've always been able to lose weight. 
I gained 70 pounds with each of the kids. Like I've been heavy before in my life and like I've always been able to lose the weight and it was by doing I didn't I they didn't have intermittent fasting back then. I just never was a breakfast person. But also so. just really like like I saw one of my an acquaintance the other day and she'd lost a bunch of weight and I and she's like everybody asked me how I did it and I will tell you the only way to do it is just to stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> like really literally like if I work out, I mean I've always been a worker outer and and I've worked out 5 days a week and I've done really like intense workouts i do bar bar. is hard and i'm like really fit but i'm still i've never lost weight doing bar or whatever i'm doing you know pilates and um so for me the only way i've ever lost weight is just to stop eating not eating different just only no eating yeah so i know i have to do that and you know probably i'll get but i'll get it like at some point it always takes and i'm like oh i've got to just get that trigger where then I can follow through with it, but I can't seem to get myself to that trigger right now. I think like- Which is locked up. It's the, it's like the, honestly, I, I think for me is like one conversation, like you said, there's always the two conversations of like, I need to lose weight to get down to like the society ideal body size. Which then, I will never meet anyway. So for me, it's like just being less fat. And then the second conversation is, why do I fucking care about this? And I feel like the second conversation for me has gotten louder mm. than the first. Like before, like when I saw that picture of my of that guy, that my ex, and he had gotten in super hot shape. And I was like, although honestly, he looks gross. I like I just want men to go back to looking like people like I we don't need to all be bulked up superhero monster people like it's just way too much. I just want to like look at someone like Kurt Russell that's a that like let's go back to if somebody's jacked they look like 1970s Kurt Russell where it's just like (laughs) a man who has a job you know like I don't need all this extra stuff but like I saw him and I immediately was like you know that weird competitive with your ex thing I was like I have to get in really good shape so that when he sees me I'm also in really good shape and I'm like why (laughs) why or you could be like yeah I'm in a relationship with someone who loves me and cooks for me all the time I win right like that's for sure the also, win. Also, yeah, do you know what I had for lunch? It was delicious. It was delicious. <laughs> I had an entire like plate full of three kinds of barbecue and pineapple rice. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I think that the a second conversation, and maybe that's just part of getting older too, is like in your forties, like, yeah, you do you do your metabolism slows down. But I think honestly, it's that that voice just starts to kind of get quieter that was for so long so like, I need men to like me. I need men to like me. And I don't need that well i think there was a reset with covid because we weren't seeing anybody yeah so i wasn't thinking it wasn't top of mind like oh i mean the only people that i'm going to see are dave and bodie and you and my parents who people who love you and yeah and i mean my mom will say something but yeah that's not a new battle so um yeah but now that i'm starting to go out and i'm it's almost like it's heightened with me now because now I'm going out and I'm seeing people again and I'm seeing people in clothes and what are they wearing and what do I look like in my clothes and that did help I went clothes shopping for the first time in a year and a half and I got this this little outfit and it really did help everything I have been wearing is two sizes too small and I have tits now and nothing fits and uh, my ass is somehow miraculously tripled in size and (laughs) it's I have been just like wearing the same thing and feeling awful in it and when I got some clothes that fit the body I have I was like oh I look cute like I feel a lot better I feel like some of maybe was why I was feeling awful was because I was wearing like my maternity clothes because I was just so like you know you're around the house and you're comfortable and you know I've got my 
my, my my sweatpants and stuff so it's hard to feel like super cute but I don't know I just also think like I I don't I I mean it'll be interesting to see going back you know because since I do have a job where you are kind of in the public eye and you do kind of have to people make comments people make comments on Todd's it. out there Todd, he's the Todd's looking, are out there and he's looking are. and he's making comments he's out there going Oh, you put on the COVID-20? <laughs> In all the right places. You know what I mean. I know. Oh, gross. Um, Let's talk uh, birthdays. Oh, wait. I do have something else. That It's funny because it, we started kind of along the lines of the weight and like male gaze and stuff because um, we started this out by Alex having to take numerous pictures of us because we could not get a single good one because I I literally have forgotten how to do like like you said with the small talk like I've forgotten how to do like the fake Instagram smile nobody's taking my picture anymore like I I don't have to like ding, you know Alex take note take note every yeah he never <laughs> takes my picture he never posts cute things of me so that all my exes see it and die I, he never I, does I'm sure Dave he has never taken a picture of me ever <laughs> really never uh, I gen I regularly yell at Alex for not taking any cute pictures of me and I'm like why don't you ever why don't why do you hate me why don't you ever take cute pictures of me I don't even need him to post them anywhere I just you know except in your mind in your little photo book in your yeah. mind yeah you should just I'm always taking pictures of him yeah. Being all like, oh, we look at you in your short shorts. So yeah. I'm always He's taking a picture neglectful. of Dave to show him how crazy his hair looks from the <laughs> side. <laughs> okay, I do a lot of You're those. not going to believe what your hair looks like. I swear <laughs> to God, it's crazy. <laughs> I do take a lot of those for Alex, too, where I'm like, hold still. You have to see this. You have to see yourself right now. Uh, he does appreciate that. He loves to take a picture of me where I'm making the dumbest. There is a picture of us in bed. Where I, want, I was like, oh, take a cute picture of you and me and Chip together. And he took some pictures and he was like, oh, I'm going to post this one. I'm literally going like this. <laughs> like I have like 11 and a half chins and I'm so smashed and he was going to post it. And I was like, if you want divorced. But no, what I was going to say is like, I think so before I came <clears throat> over today, because I was trying to be fancy, I tried to put on fake eyelashes for the first time in a year and no longer a skill set I have. Turns out glued and not glued my eye shut then glued it up to my eyebrow had a makeup wipe start all over can't do that anymore I've never been able to do that I could do it pretty well pre-covid now apparently cannot do it at all and it made me think of how um my friend Lauren Faber had said at the beginning of covid like um it was like three or four months in she was like yeah pay attention um to she's a lesbian and you know identifies very strongly masculine and she was saying you know I think it's important to pay attention to the things that you do that are gender affirming to like kind of know like with nobody seeing you, what things do you still do? And I want to know yours and I want to tell you mine. The only thing I did during COVID when nobody was seeing me, I didn't shave my legs. I didn't shave my armpits. Uh, I stopped waxing my unibrow, you know, like didn't wear makeup, uh, still shaved my bikini line. She still made sure to get that perfect little triangle of a bikini line. I don't even own a bikini right now. Don't even have a single bikini. Uh, but every time I've showered in COVID have made sure I have a perfect triangle of pubic hair. Isn't that the strangest? Like, I don't know. It's not for Alex. I'll tell you right now. I don't know who that's for. So that's my thing. That's the one gender affirming thing I've done where I've been like, I apparently I need to do this to feel comfortable for myself. I gave up pretty much all things except I did continue to shave my legs and my underarms. And... Why the legs, do you think? Do you because I hate prickly legs. Uh, like, yeah, if I'm wearing something and, like, the 
the hair catches on on like a piece of clothing or something. Ugh, I hate it. Um, so that's for my comfort entirely. Um, but no, no nails, no pedicures, no facials, no haircuts, no eyebrow wax. Um, and so the very, very first thing that I wanted to do, uh, once I was vaccinated was a pedicure and then I went and had a facial, which was amazing and got an eyebrow wax. And I did just spend yesterday $140 on various face creams. Oh, you face creamed, huh? <laughs> but that is because- You are back. <laughs> You're back. Todd's going to love oh, it. Oh, God. I hope they work. I'm just terrified that I'm going to get them and there'll be like no discernible <laughs> difference because, oh, my God, I have just aged. Not only did I put on like the COVID 20, but I'm like uh, 10 years older. I feel like I've aged quite a bit during COVID, too. I feel like people are always like, Oh my God, it's crazy. Like people used to always say to me, you have teenagers? That's crazy. You look so young. Nobody's been saying that to me lately. I look like I have teenagers. (laughs) I feel like it's all, this year it caught up with me. Maybe just the reality of having three teenagers during COVID has finally hit me. And I finally look tired enough that Mm -hmm. people are like, that's what you don't look like you could have teenagers. Nobody has said that to me. When I've been like, oh, I have teenagers. They're like, I know. Yeah, I I feel like all the aging that should have happened to me in the 10 previous years that I was somehow staving off with with all of this uh, preventative stuff. I gave up and it really, it, it was like, t- I just tanked and I just got old yeah. all of a sudden. And now I'm looking at myself like, how do I look like that? How do I look like that now? It's just funny because you are so stunning to me. Like, I know that this, we've talked about this before. Oh my God, my neck. I can't, like, I've been, okay. So I'm laying in bed thinking about my weight, but I'm also laying in bed thinking, how should I lay so that my, I don't have these neck wrinkles? Because every time I look in the mirror, in the mirror, I can see like old neck, which I used to think was so stupid. When people talked about like how they hated their neck getting old, I was like, what is that dumb business? Let me tell you, it is way, way worse than a few little wrinkles around your eyes. Your neck goes and then you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with my neck? <laughs> when your neck I'm goes. I'm constantly thinking about my neck now and and thinking like, okay, I like, I shouldn't be looking down when I'm, when I'm at my now computer. I'm thinking about my neck. And I should, and what if I'm laying in bed, like, is my neck getting all smashed up? Is that what's causing these neck wrinkles? Mine is, mine is from being on my phone all the yeah. time. Yeah. For sure. I'm yeah. Like, so oh, then yeah. I'm like, it's my, it's my, you play holding everything up. So I should be looking up. Like, can I get, can I get like a wall mount for my computer that's way up here so that I can undo some of this neck damage that I've done in COVID. But it's so funny because we've talked about this before. Like, mm. I know me saying this will mean nothing. 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 Don't even bother. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, come. it's so stupid that when a compliment comes from another woman, you're like, okay, well, thank you. But or somebody that, you know, you're like, you're like, well, you, you see my inner beauty and that's all. Shut your mouth. Like, but it's true. Like, I do. I think you're so stunning. I think you're so beautiful. And like that picture Alex took of us, I was like, oh, my God you look gorgeous in that picture. And I know it's funny because like when in that in that picture, Did you take a look at my neck, though. You know? <laughs> I mean, you should have zoomed in and then you would have been like, mm, you're right. Now I now let me think about my neck. Like, it's funny. Last week when we were talking, you were told me that your mom told you to only ever put on your face cream with this th- these three yeah. fingers. Uh-huh. And um, up. 
I have only been doing that. And I was like, isn't that funny as a woman that when somebody gives you a piece of makeup. Well, I'm, like, I'm sad for you that you didn't know that by yeah, the age I'm of gonna, seven. That's why I'm because gonna be, really like. I'm going to be ravaged by the time I'm 42 because I've been using these wrong ass fingers to apply stuff. But now I was like, anytime anybody gives you like this tiniest, stupidest little <laughs> anti-aging tip as a woman, you're like, okay, then I don't want to incorporate that. My body reflexively stopped using those fingers because it's like, those are Jocelyn said, I was like, wow, it's funny how quickly I just incorporated that immediately into my beauty routine or, or concerns. Cause I had lunch with a friend the other day and she was saying that she had noticed in somebody's video on Instagram that they had these little fine lines around their lips so that when uh, they talked, you could see like, you know, it's kind of like that asshole mouth thing, like where your mouth purses and you get these little wrinkles like right here. And um, I had honestly never noticed that on myself until I went home right. and immediately looked. And then I was like, like, oh, now I have this asshole mouth. She for sure noticed that <laughs> on a woman. because I Probably like me sitting across from her at lunch. <laughs> and like, she was like, hey, I know you're worried about your neck, but have you seen your face? Listen, I know your neck is your main concern, <laughs> but your asshole mouth is really where my mind goes to when I think of personal flaws. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, really? I don't want to do it. I will bet you money. I don't want to do gonna it. You're going to go home and you're going to go like this in front of the mirror. And you're going to see that if I you hold it just right. I thought that. I yeah, think. I thought so too. Oh, great. And now I found out. I just, I don't want to do it because I want to let the second voice get louder and be like, <laughs> so I have fucking asshole You're sitting now. wrong next Big to the deal. wrong person who has also has a really loud voice. <laughs> do you, will you still love me if I have asshole mouths? Do you know what it is? Do you want to see what it looks like? Will you, will you still love me? Are you still going to love me when my neck goes? It's when so it's like these little wrinkles right here. I don't know if my neck permanently looks like this. Hmm? Yeah. I think it's, I feel like the only way to change the system is like right now men get to age. Oh, because yeah. Because they don't care, and what they get we told like that they get better with age. Yeah, and nobody's ever said that about women. They decide that yeah. men decided that they get better with age. Yeah, and then they decided that women get worse. And so I'm like, well, what if the only way to change the system is to be a woman and not give a fuck? If enough of us are like, well, we don't give a fuck what you think, and we're like, men, women get better with age. Actually, it's women who get better with age. Uh, you guys uh, get super buff because you're you can't handle that. Your hair's balding. falling out. You're all balding. You're and all still, balding. you get to say you get better with age? It's Yeah. You can't. Like Wait, everybody. What? Like men men age, it's so similar. You don't look at. What, what movie were we watching? Men sneakers. get boobs. They didn't even have boobs before. We were watching Sneakers, which who is the man in that? Robert Redford? Robert Redford. Oh my God. Have you seen that guy lately? Yeah. He did not get better in that with age. Movie, in that movie, he's Woo. supposed to be leading man and he's supposed to be like irresistible. And he, and through the whole thing, you're like, I just want to like press everything <laughs> back so I can see what facial expression he's making. Like one of those Chinese dogs. You know what I always I think his face looks scowling. like? It looks like a baseball mitt that's been at the bottom of the barrel at the DI. Yeah. His face is an old mitt. It's old mitt. And yet we're still supposed to buy him. And he's like 70 in that movie. And we're still supposed to buy him as a leading man who's like way handsomer than his younger female lead. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. But so I'm just saying, no, what if if the only way to change it is it to be like Francis McDormand to just refuse to participate in it. But it doesn't work if only Francis McDormand does it. We all have to be like, I'm aging. You can deal with it. I'm aging. And guess what? I look amazing. And and Todd, guess what? Yeah, I put on the COVID-20 and it looks fantastic. That's, I think, the only thing to do. 
but you're not on board and that's why it'll never work no 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 <laughs> i i'm i am on board whether i'll i would ever be able to employ that because that's the battle yeah it's constantly hey you i mean i'm 44 i have been habituated since i was tiny 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 as has 99 percent of the human uh, female population to um hate yourself yeah and to be self-conscious and if like you get to pick a couple things that you get to feel good about on your body what's your best feature how many times did you read that article in cosmo mm -hmm. just focus on that yeah focus on your best feature highlight your best features here's how to hide your flaws yeah you what can you do that's flattering like all we ever read about is how flawed we are and how unflattering everything is and how we're getting old and like what are the hundred creams that you can use well maybe our generation because i i'm with you entirely like i'm trying so hard to uh to let that second voice be louder and to be like, no, I'm, I am not going to do that. I'm not going to focus on my appearance and I'm not going to be obsessed with this. Um, I, I have had a little bit of luck just because a lot of my friends, um, are lesbians who are always like, you're so hot. Like no matter what, like first thing in the morning, like lesbians are really great about boosting your self-esteem for like when you're just like, you're at your greasiest and like, they're really good about like that sort of thing. So maybe that will help me long term. But like, I want that to be authentic, but a lot of it is sort of like fake it till you make it shit where I'm really trying to have that true confidence and trying to be like, I don't care about this, but like maybe our generation, it's not authentic. But if we just pretend maybe the next generation just like that's their norm because they grew up with women who were like, yeah, no, older women are gorgeous. I don't have to give a fuck about that, you know, like because it's it's total bullshit. We were watching this awful, awful movie the other night called Jennifer's Body. Uh, which was really frustrating. And I would love to talk to anybody about it for, if you want to have me on a movie podcast, I want to talk about it for a hundred years, but it was Megan Fox. And in it, she's supposed to be like the sexiest woman alive, which she's beautiful. I think she's stunning, but there's this scene where she's like, she's kind of supposed to be like sexy walking away. And she is literally a hundred pounds and has no ass. And it zooms in on her ass and it's like as flat as this, as this size and as flat as that. And I was like, this is why we're so fucked up because this movie at the time everybody was like this is so empowering this is such an empowering movie about a woman who like kills men and the whole movie is like based around how around how thin she is i mean like and that like the at the end of the day like 125 pounds is fat for women in our society and like i just ugh, jocelyn <laughs> I, my point is i don't want to go back in the world i'm excited about this show next week but I do think it'll be, it kind of sucks going back out there and realizing like, I felt like a kid this year. Like I felt good about my body and good about myself. And now I'm waking up like you, like, oh my God, I got to lose like 15 pounds. I got to get back down to my pre-COVID weight. Got to go Even past I have that. Boobs now. It's fucking, they're great. Oh, sorry, Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> Big announcement for the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Dave, we got a comment on our last show that they wanted you and Alex to maybe join in and be part of the podcast or maybe do your own podcast. <laughs> Not a chance, he says. Exactly what you said. Not a chance. Yeah, I was like, there's no way he would even do that. Well, what do we got left here? Let me look here. Uh, we talked about all of that. Um, I think I've I think I've hit everything on my list here. What do you got? Anything else on your little list? Um... 
Oh, we were talking about birthdays and graduation. And uh, I just wanted to say, however you want to do it is great. But also not everybody has the same um, path that they want to take in terms of celebrating those things. And oh, yeah, this is what you said you didn't know we'd be on the same <laughs> side of. So I'm very interested because I was well, like... Because, like, I because I, I could give a shit about my birthday. Okay, we're on the same side. And Good. like I, I, you know... Everybody else is always like, oh, your birthday's coming up. What do you want to do about your birthday? But then um, there are certain things that I demand. Like, I use it as an excuse to get whatever I want during my birthday month. Um, like, if there's a, you know, movie to be decided on, I want to say, like, oh, it's my birthday month, so I'm going to decide. You do a whole month. See, we do birthday week at our house. Like, right. Yeah, the kids all do it, too. So the, that'll be like, well, I want to watch this. And it's like, mm, birthday week, birthday week. He get, you but, know. Then, but then I have friends who like full on like, it's my birthday. I want everybody to celebrate me. We're all going out to dinner. Yeah. You, I need a cake. I'm having a big party. Like, um, and that always is really they surprising do a comedy to me. show. It's very weird. Well, it's always really surprising <laughs> me because I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. That's fine. But it's so different. I mean, I just don't at all want to have a birthday party yeah. for myself. I realized a few years ago, I always kind of did a birthday party on my birthday and I always would have horrible anxiety leading up to it. And finally, like four years ago, I was like, oh, because I hate this. Like, I don't actually really like celebrating my birthday, not because of the aging thing. I think that it just it always feels like this weird pressure. And I don't actually think it's that interesting like that you were like your birthday is that interesting you know it's like, really fun for kids yeah, I think exactly great Let's I have, have a, a friend kids from Afghanistan who said that that was one of the most jarring things for him uh moving here was that he's like you guys are obsessed with your birthdays he's like I don't even know how old I am <laughs> like I have a vague idea but like he was like I don't know what day I was born like I he was like that was just not something we focused on like there were other days that in your life that were much more important than like your birthday. And I like that sort of like, I I would love to just forget that day and never think about it again. You know, like never think of not really like celebrate it. I don't, I like to like, I have a funny, you were saying funny birthday stories. The day I realized it was when, so I usually would do a birthday party, invite my family, which is a lot of people and a few friends. I'm sure you had come to a few of them. And there was always pineapple upside down cake. Yeah, always pineapple upside down. You, cake. She always had five hundred plastic forks. Yeah, yeah. It's, I was like, where do you even get that? It's uh, <laughs> Costco, baby. But, I know part of my, yeah, my reality isn't Costco, so I'm always like so shocked when somebody has like three liters of mayonnaise. I'm just like, <laughs> wait, what? You can yeah. get that? Well, at the time, I did have six kids, so <laughs> yeah. we were definitely a Costco family. Um, but I like. This was my first one single in a while and we were having a party at my apartment. Uh, it was like, ended up very weird guest list. You, were you there? You were there. Alex was there, but we weren't quite dating yet. We were kind of dating. And um, like a bunch, there were like some friends there and family. And then my family, they love to do these fucking like weird things on my birthday or everybody's birthday, like scavenger hunts and stuff. So one of my aunts had me unpack this like ridiculous outfit that I had to put on with like this flower pot Was hat. it that green dress? Yes. <gasps> I was there. Yes. I was like, this is insane. Yes. When would she wear this dress? Um, It, it was like, and it was a hat situation. Do you remember that it there was, was a, a big- It was a full on lime green 
satin ball gown. No, 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 no. That that was my aunt's prom dress that I wore for Halloween. I wear no. That this one was not your aunt's. Oh. Well, so anyway, this has happened. So this has happened times. multiple times for multiple <laughs> birthdays. For real, because my family is insane. So my aunt has me put on this entire outfit and she has me put on this hat and she's having me hold up this like little thing for a picture. And I'm very like, God damn it. And right then my ex shows up to like drop something it off. It was the same party. It was yeah. the same dress. Yeah. And yep. he comes in and I'm like, right, this right now is what you had to walk into. And he's kind of like, wow fun birthday party and i was just like i'm never doing one of these again because i i was like i don't even like a birthday party i do it because my family always is like are you doing a birthday party and they like to humiliate me i think i don't know what the, the so that was the party where dave i think was just meeting you for maybe one of the first times yeah and because dave was there and your ex came in and dave was like who's nosferatu oh yeah <laughs> That's when I decided Dave was my favorite person. Yeah, was he like, was like, who's Nosferatu? And you're like, MSX. Yeah, like didn't know him from Adam and was like, wow, he looks so oh bad. That was such a humiliating experience. And I was just like, God damn it. Right now is when you walk in while my family is making me do this mortifying thing already. Well, I'm there. all for that. I'm all for that. And I'm all for a party. I love to have a party. I will celebrate absolutely anything. I'm not opposed to that but i always am a little bit taken aback when it's an adult person and it's their own birth when they're throwing their own party yeah i'm like can i'm throwing my own party next week well you're having a comedy show that's because i don't have any friends no not really I just and, don't and have... what i'm saying is like i don't i i'm not critical of it i'm just always like oh my god there's no way that i would think to do this because i don't i like you're a comedian so you want people to look at you well, I'm fat, so I don't want anybody <laughs> to look at me. <laughs> I think like, I, yeah, I think it, they coincided well. I wouldn't have, I was not planning to have a birthday party. I didn't have one the last two years and yeah. it was wonderful. I wouldn't have had one this year. I'm not year. saying I haven't enjoyed myself and you make a great birthday cake and I am happy to celebrate you on your birthday. But um, I totally understand what you're saying. But it is I'm, a... I'm always surprised when an adult is like, it's my birthday. And I'm like, it's okay. You're not a seven anymore. Like it, who cares? But also I'm kind of like, yeah, I, you seems to bring you joy and you seem into it. So I guess whatever. But when somebody is like making still at, you know, 24 or 39 or whatever age, a big deal out of I'm always kind of like, ah. There was a bunch of graduations in the neighborhood this week and I had the same feeling which was like are we celebrating this now is this something we're supposed to be celebrating I did I celebrate this you did, which did is you like not do a graduation party for me as a high schooler yeah no really no 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 uh I was completely on the outs with my parents my oh. boyfriend was 30 years old oh, I, I right. think I had yeah. just had an abortion like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, not, not, not really. a graduation but party. this wasn't like celebrating uh high school graduation this was like sixth grade fourth grade people like my neighbor had a party for like her fourth grader i think graduating and there was like mylar balloons and like uh, maybe after the year kids have had people just felt like i mean honestly we could have a party for arthur because i'm that thrilled that he squeaked through seventh grade yeah you know i'm th like maybe it is related to that I more but just, i was just i'm not up on what we're all celebrating yeah. like it just comp like you know I mean, all we bought him a trampoline <laughs> we were like you fucking did it D's all the way through, but you did it. We're so proud of you. Yeah, Bodie made it through eighth grade for the second time, and we're like, woo! It's, I mean, I feel like summer. There you go. There's yeah. your prize. There's your yeah. You gotta have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't know I was supposed to like 
buy a gift and put up a banner. No, I don't. I don't think you have to do that. Well, maybe. A trampoline, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So, anyway, <sighs> celebrate as you will, but I'd rather celebrate like Year of the Pig. Let's have a pig piñata. That sounds more 21-year-old dog birthday. That was a fun party. <laughs> See? You always throw the best parties. See, I'm going to have a party wedding. for that, but I may not have a birthday. So, I think that's I think that's fair. Are you going to come to Are you coming next week? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Although it is Bodie's last day of school, so I feel like I need to do something for him. You just want not like do wanna, bye. Do you want to just bring him to my party and we'll put up a banner <laughs> that says yeah? Well, I was really hoping your kids were going to be there. I was like, no. oh, then it'll be really fun for him. I they're at their dad's that weekend, but I had asked them. I was like, hey, I am doing this show. If you guys want to come, you're welcome to. I'll I'll pick you up and you can come to the show. And Calvin was like. Will there be goth babes there? And I was like, all right, you're not invited anymore. You're not coming to my party. Never mind. Yeah, there'll be goth babes. <laughs> Do you want me to wear black lipstick? Yeah, yeah, if you could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was hoping the kids were going to be there and they were going to be on the trampoline heckling you through the we, show. We thought about we thought about putting them up in the balcony and having them heckle, but uh, honestly, that it... Uh, we, we did kind of talk about having somebody, a couple of friends of ours sit in the balcony and he like heckle the show, kind of like the Muppets. But I was like, I'm not that good at comedy right now. I don't know. I'm I'm going to be able to get through my material. I don't know how well I'll I handle I think you should do some crowd work. And I think you should completely pretend like you know none of us. <laughs> so are you, you, you two married? You guys or? together? You guys like baseball? Um I don't, Are you from here? I don't know if I'm capable. I can barely have a conversation. <laughs> That's with why it would be good because you could have at least you have a little background info, but you're pretending that yeah. you don't. So you can. Maybe like I will. Little- you know what? Maybe I'll be like you guys. I'm going to practice crowd work on you right now. I think I actually am going to set a, set aside some time to practice crowd work for a minute, so I can just be like, "Hey, how, you can't. How, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out." Okay, move. Uh, that's it for you guys. <laughs> that's gonna go well. Well, I'm very excited. I can't Looking wait. Forward um, to it. If you're so in Boise great. and you didn't get into this one, we're full for spots to this one. Um, email me at emmaarnoldcomedy at gmail, and you can get on the list because we're gonna be doing them all summer, and it's gonna be really fun. If you want to host, bring a know. gift because bring it gift. is a birthday. It's my birthday all summer long. <laughs> exactly, every single one. I'll just be like, it's a birthday show. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a really good time. And as always, you can subscribe to the Patreon. I haven't been putting these on the Patreon because they were free. I'm going to start putting them on because somebody on Patreon was like, didn't you used to have another podcast for a while? I was like, still going, still going. Some of my Patreon people are a little older and they didn't, they don't understand that those are out in the world also. They thought, they oh were yeah, just you Patreon. want this to be secret show. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I just figured, no. that would be even better for me. I figured <laughs> I figured people didn't find it from the Patreon, but apparently one very nice person in their 70s does. So these will be going back up there. Uh, no exclusive content, just what everybody gets <laughs> entirely. So maybe we'll do one special Patreon only show. And uh, I don't yeah, know, ask us be, some questions for the Patreon only show. Yeah. Ask us some questions and um, not for Dave, because he's not doing this. No, he guys. said not a chance. <laughs> Alex and Dave has have contributed as much as they feel comfortable contributing. Uh, we'll keep you updated if they have any other notes. But I think that was it. Um, but it's so good to see you on the patio today. Yeah, you look, you look gorgeous. So do you. And young. Even your neck is you, amazing. Congratulations oh. on maintaining your neck Thank for you. another year. No. We'll see about next year. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going old neck. I don't give a fuck. Look at it. I'm going to next year. You'll see me. And I'll be able to look at this old neck. 
want to get in there and touch those folds. I'm going old neck. Dave, I'm going old neck. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.